0: You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans, 1700
1: KBGG.
2: Hi, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Ken Miller Show. It is great to wake up in a championship city, as we did here this morning Uh, We begin a week here, probably um, an abbreviated week at that. Trent and I are going to take Thursday and Friday off, uh, but uh, but plenty to talk to here in the next couple of days. Coming up on the program, Scott Doctorman will slide on in. We will discuss, amongst other things, DJ Carton, narrowing his... A choice down to three, one of which was not your Hawkeyes, so we'll do that with Scott Dockerman. Uh, in the 1 o'clock hour, what do we got in the 1 o'clock hour?
3: We got Matt Snyder oh, Matt from CBS. CBS. Yeah, yeah. we're going to talk
2: some baseball with Matt Snyder, and then uh, Andrew Logue will slide on in here. A couple of topics want to bring up with Andrew, including one of them, uh, and maybe it shouldn't be that big of a surprise, but, you know, the um, biggest race of the year yesterday at, uh, at the Iowa Speedway. Mm-hmm is the it is right the yes, the yeah. uh, indi um the uh, iowa corn 300 and it was covered by somebody from the indianapolis paper nobody from the register was there
3: to well, cover oh, the race you're right right there there's probably people there but yeah to cover the race and give the the gamer if you will yeah, the, the racer the Moines register didn't have anybody in the press box to, to write that story well indianapolis star is part of the
2: is that guy that Okay, well, still, it just seems a little odd, right? Probably a guy
3: that I'm going to guess knows things a bit better than well, Birchie be or <laughs> whoever yeah. else they throw out there. Yeah, hey, good could... luck, kid. Right. Here's right. what you have.
2: Um, yeah, not a lot of as, as many bodies in the sports department right. as there once were, but I just found that odd, and it's a sign of the times, uh, if anything else. We'll uh, discuss the All-Star game. We'll break. Uh, we'll get into uh, the weekend that was in sports um, as we muddle our way through until 2 o'clock, Trent Condon. Championship championship city how's it feel? feels great, yeah, really done you know the come on with the choice of trophies i mean if you're if you're going to if you're going to you know make a trophy, don't model a trophy after the best trophy in all of sports. when I saw that, it made me gag a little bit it did it really did um look, that's the, you can't you can't do that Trent the Stanley Cup is a jewel it's a gem it is something not to be copied in any shape form or fashion and it sure looks a lot like they borrowed that idea the indoor football league is that what they play
3: i believe so yes yeah.
2: Look, I'm just not into it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just I, I'm just not into it. Uh, no offense to anybody over there. The building, at least the lower section, the lower bowl of Wells Fargo was packed. Yep. Um, hats off to them for doing that. Um, for being able to you know to sell that to to the uh, fan base here. It's it's early July. There's not a lot going on. The Iowa Cubs were on the road. It was a perfect time to hold their championship. I'm glad that the place was packed. And by all accounts, everything I saw on Twitter, everybody's having a blast and was into this game.
3: And yeah, this this is not to discredit the guys that are putting in the work every day right. and then probably having to work a, a job on well, top. Of they it. make
2: 250 bucks a game. Well, so, yeah, yes, they're they working
3: are. two jobs. So you're doing that. You're putting the work in into you know Coach Wooten and everybody else and and the people at the Barnstormer. They're good people. They eh. they that I know. Okay. They put in their work, but let's slow down here I mean this is an indoor football league title. This isn't going to change the landscape of sports in Des Moines no well anything what any title though for the minor to be fair, I mean, if the wolves won mm-hmm. if the
2: wild won, the cubs have won well so well the energy now the yeah. wild i mean now the uh, uh now the wolves have a title. Uh, Nick Nurse coached that team, as we recall. Jerry Crawford owned it at the time. And as if I do recall, Trent, um, I didn't go. But seemingly, the building was packed, and they didn't have a curtain, I don't think, in the upper deck.
3: I was there for that one. There were more people in the building for those two games than there were for a couple of NBA playoff games that were going on at the time. Exactly right. Well, one of them, the Atlanta Hawks. So, Well, that doesn't surprise me. Right. Them. But right. still, you have more people uh-huh. in the building for your championship series than a playoff game right. in the but NBA. back to
2: the question. Does it, does it matter?
3: I mean, look. I, I still remember that. that was, do you? It was fun. Do you remember, I, I enjoyed do you myself. remember anybody that played? Uh, was
2: Stinson on that team?
3: Yeah, I believe so. Cartier Martin from Kansas State. Okay. He was one of their better players on that team. I remember a few of the guys. Do you? And then they went on and played in the NBA. Mm-hmm will any of these guys go on and play next season for the bears? No. Packers? No. How about the Browns? None of them Trent. Right. And and that that's the difference is NBA guys you go on. The I, the Cubs have been built by guys that made it's their way unbelievable. through. Unbelievable. When you look at the when you look at
2: the Chicago Cubs starting nine mm-hmm. when they're healthy, right? When Bryant's at third yep. base, you know what I mean? These guys, for the most part, all came through here at one time or another. Mm-hmm. You with know, the exception of Hayward and the exception of John Lester. But Contreras, Bryant at third, Russell at short, Baez at second, Rizzo was here for a while. Um, Schwarber in the outfield, Albert Almora, mm-hmm. Ian Happ was here. I mean, look at those yeah. guys. Carl Edwards was here. The, for the most part, with the exception of Morrow, the entire bullpen, not Mike Montgomery, but you get my point. Sure. These guys all came through here, which, you know, elevates the iCubs onto a level all by themselves. For that very they don't need to win a championship, Trent. They don't. They don't, right. You, because winning doesn't matter. It really and truly does. You've seen them make the playoffs before. I don't remember it. Of course you don't. And I, you know I, what? There would only be like, and this isn't a knock, there would only be about four or 500 people that might remember. There were more people. And I maybe tap the brakes a little bit. But it would have been close to see how many people showed up when they had the open house to watch the Chicago Cubs mm-hmm. on the big screen. Do you right. remember that? Yes, I do. As opposed to how many people showed up to watch a baseball game in September once the I-Cubs qualified for the playoffs. Because... You can't sell in advance. You can't mm-hmm. sell this to groups, and they're so darn good at doing that. And what company, you know, at least is, uh, has an entertain a day down at Principal Park or a night out at the right. ballpark. Get a suite. Get a block of tickets together. Bring the employees out. It's a night out in the summertime, which is the um, for this the season for the most part. Most of us live for. Yeah. So they're on a level by themselves. But the Wolves Wild or the Barnstormers winning a
3: title like that. Does it matter? I don't think so. I don't, it doesn't change anything. Great memories if you went. Mm-hmm. And it's not to discredit you for having fun if you went to the game and I had no, a couple no, of pops. Not, nobody's no. trying to do no, that. No, at, not at all. But slow down on the importance of it because I don't think there is a lot of importance. You mentioned you know, the Cubs, if they'd get to the playoffs, the iCubs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's during the school year. Right. And it's outside. And it's, it's chilly. It's football it, season. It's football season. This, time-wise, works out well. It does. Now it also worked out well for the energy when they were there because it was April and it was April. You're right. Yep. And Iowa and Iowa State and you and I and Drake were done mm-hmm. and we're searching for things at that mm-hmm. time. The Wild don't make the playoffs, so it doesn't matter, right? But but timing matters. And if they would and if they would put it together and they're building mm-hmm. that direction, then I think there would be I some. I think buzz. there's a chance that the Wild could be numbered. of the of the last three.
2: You know, again, the Cubs don't even put them in this conversation because D- they, they're different different yes. class. Yep. Um, I think the Wild would have the chance. To, I really do think they're creating a hockey buzz. There's more hockey fans in this market now, clearly, than there ever has been in any other time. Now that number's not huge by any means, okay. but where it started from to where it's at now, there's been incremental growth. You, really, I can see that trend. It's not an automatic tune out. Mm-hmm. You know, when I when you know when they cut down the nets and I want to inject hockey into a conversation, <laughs> it's not. And it used to be. It was an automatic tune out before. Right. Blackhawks helped the Minnesota Wild have helped and helped. and you know JP Parisse was here for uh, JP Parise, that's his dad that. Parise, Zach Parise was here for crying out loud in uh December of last year and he's he's all a Famer um so anyways hats off to them for winning it not yeah. my cup of tea I I just um again and if we're going to do sports talk and if the hosts aren't are trying to fake it that they you know, care, you're going to be able to tell. Yeah. I've always thought that. And we're not going to fake it. No, not going to fake it. That's Baseball, not how we do things. Move my needle this weekend. The Cubs are so much fun to watch. Trent Con. I love watching this team. <laughs> um, you know, just Saturday, they were clubbed. They were beaten. They yeah. were down. They were out. Found a way to win the game. Yesterday got real exciting late. Uh, gave up a home run. Morrow did first. Our second one he's given up this year after not giving up a home run at all last year as a Dodger um, to, to send the game to extra innings. And they were able to, you know, the ever-so-entertaining walk-off-walk uh, <laughs> clinch that one as David Bode. Yet another guy who was here as sure. recently as a couple of weeks ago uh, saw ball four and walked down to first base, and the winning, winning run scored. So, um, you know, a fun weekend of baseball capped off by Dodgers. And um, uh, and the angels last night. So let me ask you about this because this is Albert Pujols hit a home run in the game last night, mm-hmm. and ESPN went to their list of all time home run leaders, and Pujols is is creeping up the list. And I thought it got really awkward in the booth. And did you see it? Did you watch much of it? I watched quite a bit. I didn't see that portion. Okay, though. so Jessica Mac- Jessica Mendoza was talking about Pujols and where he sits and. You know, she's going over Ken Griffey's next on the mm-hmm. list, and then there's, oh, I don't remember who's after that. But but eventually you're going to get to six ninety six, and then you're going to get to the seven hundreds. And there, in third place, is the guy right to my right, Alex Rodriguez. A Rod really didn't say anything because I think that he realized. I, mean, I don't know. I'm just this was what popping into my mind. It seemed awkward because you know there's no sport that 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 cares about, that that puts their records on a pedestal like MLB. Correct. And we know, unfortunately, how some of those, a lot of those, most of those, wherever you sit with A-Rod, 696 home runs came to be. There's a little, no, there's not a little asterisk. There's a great big asterisk beside him. And I thought that, you know, wouldn't that have been nice for him to be able to, kind of relish that moment that, yeah, that's me up there at number three, my partner, thanks for bringing that up. But he almost kind of, he didn't say a word. Yeah. And the reason I think he didn't say a word is he knows that he's painted with that steroid brush.
3: Well, and I thought you were going to go the direction they were talking about some of the tainted guys no, on the list. No, they didn't go there. Which and then all really of a sudden, TV. Yeah, and at number them. three, <laughs> yeah well, this guy. Yeah. Jessica Mendoza, I like her as a commentator mm-hmm. in terms of when she's explaining things that happen. I think she does a really nice oh, I job. Do. She, I think she's really good. She needs to stop talking over Vasquezian's play-by-play though. Two different times last night. Did she? Now, as you know, I do a lot of play-by-play. I do a lot of it by myself, but when I have a don't talk over the play-by-play. From time to time it happens. Exciting moment those things, but it it happened a couple of times again. See, you notice that. Not I sure noticed I that. I noticed that, and maybe that's just me. And if I'm dead wrong, and it's just Trent, you call games, so it bothers you. Uh-huh. Hit me up on Twitter, let me know. But boy, and it was it was cringeworthy. Like I said, I like Mendoza. I think she's really good yeah, at her she job. Is. But that don't talk over the play-by-play mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Feskerson got. Annoyed by that too. Yeah, maybe they, Probably. Maybe both play like play guys are like myself. Yeah, I could see I could yeah. see that. Um Let I was going back
2: and forth with that and uh and for the first time um since the summer league has started in Vegas. I watched Utah because I wanted to see Niang and sure. uh, and I didn't see Mitru Long play. He might have played, but when I was watching he didn't play. But I saw Niang enough last night. He had a nice game. I He's get gonna it's stick the summer league. I get it's the summer league, right? Yeah. But you know, seeing Kevin Knox, et cetera, and, mm-hmm. and Knox versus Niang was kind of one of the uh, games within the game, and uh, the Iowa State kid more than held his own.
3: <laughs> there's uh, a real opportunity, it sounds like, for him to stick on that roster. Re- reading some things for people that know better than I do. I don't know the ups and downs get, of the Utah yeah, Jazz roster. The
2: Jazz roster's constituted. Right, right, but
3: but it sounds like there's a real opportunity for him to stick there, which, which would be great. George Niang. Is an all-timer at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. He is an all-timer in terms of us media guys, quote, giving you quotes, a yep. little something to talk about. Well, even nuggets. that
2: picture on Twitter yes. when he's drinking a cup of coffee, right?
3: Yes. He is that,
2: uh, was that Utah in the picture? I can't yeah, remember what yeah. it was. Yeah,
3: he's was. he's just he was a fun guy to yes, cover. Absolutely. An easy guy to root for, mm-hmm. unless you're a Hawkeye fan. He mm-hmm. was He embodied the rivalry. He he would play up the rivalry aspect, he'd he'd go after Kansas, he'd go after everybody. He didn't care. Yet he backed it up with his play in a game where you can envision. This isn't Michael Jordan. None of us are ever going to be Michael Jordan with the leaping ability and everything else. But George Yang had that game where you know what? If I was six foot eight, maybe I could play that way. A <laughs> little out of shape at times, but you know what? The up and under limited athleticism. Although he's changed his body he now, he absolutely has. significant changes. And but still, he was a guy because of that. Also, I think was easy for a lot of people to root for because. You could see that. You know, height, if yeah. I had the height, maybe I could play that way, too. I wonder where,
2: um, you know, 10 years from now, um, how in this group that's come through, let's just let's just from 2000 forward, uh-huh. that seems like a good starting point. You know, the end of the Pfizer and the Tinsley and the Stinson and the whole Hoyberg coming back and the Monte Morris and all of those guys that they've had. If Cyclone fans... Let's say to the year is 2025. They're going to look back at the first half century of Iowa State basketball from the you know the McDermott era to the Hoiberg era to the Pro era. Who knows in 2025 if it, the Pro era is continuing? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you when you they look back at and we still don't know who's to come. I mean, there could be somebody. There could be a new mayor.
3: Yeah. That's growing up. Kalen Horton-Tucker right takes him to a Final Four. Maybe he's the guy, right? We're having a different conversation.
2: But what, what, where, where are the pecking order will be in Ames with these guys? Because I, like you, have to think that George Niang is going to be around in people's minds that root for the Cardinal and goal for a long, long time.
3: Monte Morris, a better college player than George Niang. I agree with you. But he's not as beloved, he's at, not, le- at I, least from the people I talked to.
2: I, I think so, but you think? But he, I mean, what he um, at the the point person for mm-hmm. the water to Flint? Yes, you know, and, and I don't know if he picked up the phone and called Hy-Vee or if that was a corporate thing. I don't care, right? But he was the face of this. You know, the let's load up these semis and let's get them to Flint and to help those people um, in the state of Michigan where he's from. Um, yeah, very very popular, no question. Asmita Long, very popular, without a doubt. But George Niang's gonna be at the top of that list. And that's probably one of the reasons I you know tuned into why I thought, you know, again, I if Meet Long played, he
3: played at a time when I was watching baseball. Mm-hmm. But I saw enough of Niang last night to know that he was on the floor. He's uh he's an all timer for mm-hmm. more than just what he did on the hardwood. It it mm-hmm. goes a lot deeper than that. And you wonder what's next. Uh, speaking of Hoiberg, is he a guy that gets into coaching? Does he is he a guy that gets into commentating? You know, because you look at well, they're double dipping now with uh, with the Cyclone Radio Network and Cyclone's TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, with, I see with what their, you're saying down with the road. Eric he Heft. Come, well, Eric can't do it forever. That that's what I'm intonating. And you would, and this is an assumption. So but who's you would, going to work with Brent Bloom? Is your question? Well, you got bloomed out as the play-by-play guy.
2: Well, yeah, he's he's, he's the air sure. parent. Yeah, and no one's pushing John out.
3: No, no, but, not but at all.
2: Bloom is the air parent.
3: And when that happens, or when Hefty decides, even if John's still around, he's mm-hmm. going to hang it up, or. Maybe just concentrate on one, whatever it may be. Well, basketball. America
2: oh, wants to only go on the road four times a year instead of sure. like going on all the road
3: games in the big four. But he's, he played
2: college basketball, though. Yeah. So.
3: But we're talking about, again, down the line here. Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't that make perfect sense yeah. for George Niang to be the color guy? Yeah, it would be a very popular choice. Oh. And I, I, I bet he would be amazing yeah. at it. Right. I, mean, I, I. That's one where you definitely you, you mute the television, sync up the DVR, and you listen to... To Walters and George on the call, just because. What's George going to say next? What's 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 he got? I think he would be yeah, amazing. And, the tail- and, and maybe the maybe it's bigger than that. Maybe he gets into college basketball commentary because I think he'd be good at that. How long does the NBA career last? Let's hope for a couple of years and mm-hmm. he can add to that bank account. But then after that. I think that's so his. So this next is line. going
2: to be. You, you, this, see, Deontay Burton signed a two way deal with yep. OKC. Yep. But you. But the, you're hearing that the Niang deal is going to be a legitimate NBA. Well, it, contract? it might.
3: It might be a two way deal too. Might be two way. Yes. Okay. But but it sounds like he, from what I read, he's gonna a really good chance of sticking. Well, Could be two way, but good for him. What about Meche
2: Long? Anything there?
3: Didn't hear anything as it constitutes him because the I read the Denver papers and
2: mm-hmm. the Denver media certainly you know seemingly every day um, and it seems like they they feel the same way about Monte Morris okay that he's got a chance to you know be on this because he had a cup of coffee with mm-hmm. sort of Niang with the with the Jazz this year so to meet long did he not I think he did didn't meet long did he play in a game I thought or at least was
3: I know Niang and Morris did uh-huh uh, I thought meet long did as well and I think Monte Morris is going to carve out a long career. Lee, you know like long eight years yeah 8 10 maybe 12 i mean just he is a guy that can run your team backup point guard mm-hmm. you know he's not going to screw anything up he's going to get everybody in the right spot he's going to handle it well he can play d he can he can do everything he is the perfect backup point guard you carve out that niche You can hang around the league for a long, long time.
2: Although I would say just, and and I hope you're right, I do, but uh, I thought Fran Fischilla really opened some eyes on Twitter this this weekend and and paraphrasing the tweet that he mentioned, you know, high school or, or college basketball players look at these guys that are running up and down the floor spending their summers in Las Vegas trying to make an impression. These are college basketball stars. These are guys that we thought were some of the best we'd ever seen play for said school, and now they are working as hard as they can just to gain a tiny foothold on an NBA roster. It is so tough to do. So tough to do. And so few spots to do it. Man. All right. Yeah. Uh, Scott Dockerman joins us next. We'll get into the DJ Carton announcement. Didn't go Iowa's way. Ohio State, Michigan, and Indiana. The three schools there. Do you have a feeling? Mm. Sounds like No. <laughs>
3: I could be talked into any of the you three. You could be talked into any i I've heard all three have led at one time or another. So Did you ever get the sense, and I, I get the sense
2: when we've had this conversation, that you were never really uh, in the camp of, I think McCaffrey's going to pull this one out. No,
3: no. You never, I don't think you were, right? No. I mean, th- this goes back to even before Indiana and Michigan were involved, I didn't have a very good feel at that mm. point. Just things that I heard, and uh, I, I really anticipated a blue blood would be involved. I thought an offer from a Kansas, a Carolina, something like that was going to happen. Sting Never came the to fruition.
2: He's, does that make a sting more? It does. There's so, no too.
3: doubt. He's seen him at least once, if not twice, sometimes uh-huh. three times a year. Oh, in the tournament. Yuck.
2: Yuck. <laughs> three times a year, that will be tough to swallow. We'll talk to Scott Dockerman next. Scott Dockerman with The Athletic. Oh, Officially. Yes, today. first time we're going to talk to the Athletics Scott Dockerman. Look forward to that. Uh, baseball in the 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I till 2. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
0: Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. carpets don't keep a schedule. You do. That's why the Home Depot has the Hoover Power Scrub Elite Pet Plus Carpet Cleaner for just $148. Over $40 off. Its quick clean mode with heat force helps cut drying time to less than 45 minutes. If you have a schedule to keep, you don't want to sit around waiting on a wet carpet. The Hoover Power Scrub Elite. Just 148 Only at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. Wasp's last. E-Store for details. Valid through July 11th. It's no secret around here. I like things my way. My way keeps our customers happy. My way keeps us on budget. My way keeps this place running. And my way means ordering from Granger. They've got what we need when we need it. With simplified checkout, dedicated customer reps, and knowledgeable product experts, I can order online, on the phone, or at a branch the way I like it. My way. When it comes to effortless ordering, granger has got your back. Call, click Granger.com or stop by to see for yourself. Granger. the ones who get it done.
2: The Easter Seals Iowa Admirals White Party is coming up on July the 12th at the Iowa State Historical Building in Des Moines, beginning at 630. Festivities include entertainment by Quartet 515 and musician Brent Congan. A cocktail-style dining experience features custom-crafted menu by Baradas, Drinks and a live silent auction. You can purchase tickets
3: at bidpal.com backslash 2008 White Party. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness.
0: Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. An old favorite is back
3: again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch, everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good, too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that.
0: Real sports talk
1: for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700
0: KBGG. Welcome
2: back, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself taking you until 2 o'clock. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Uh, We've got a new guest on the program, Trent. A new guest. A new guest. We're, we're, we're mixing kind of it up. The same name, Scott Dockerman from The Athletic, oh, is our new guest. Oh, yes. Well, we are both subscribers to The Athletic. We're both subscribers and both fans of the uh, our next guest. Again, he's now with The Athletic. Doc Trenton, Ken, how are you?
4: Hey, doing great, guys. Thanks for the intro. Uh, I, I like being the new guest now on 1700.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're glad to have you on our show's Better for. We appreciate you being here. Uh, when will your first piece hit, Scott Dockerman?
4: My first official day is tomorrow, although I've been kind of working throughout this interim period. But uh, my first piece uh, starts on Monday. We kind of have a a blitz of new hires, and uh, I'm not allowed to say any of them other than myself. But uh, a lot of us start on Monday, and and that's when everything opens. But there will be an Iowa piece later this week from Nicole or one of our national college football writers who – is writing the State of the Iowa program piece. So uh, I looked at it the other day. It's really good, and it should be out here in a few days.
3: Well, looking forward to that, and I saw another piece that Nicole and a few of the other athletics uh, workers had from uh, about a week ago, and LeVar Woods was a big part of that conversation with the special teams coach for the Hawkeyes, and he was talking about the new kickoff rules and how they would be impacting things. Doc, I don't think we've talked about that at all. You know how important special teams have been throughout the uh, tenure of Kirk Ferentz and and the new kickoff rules. Do you see this being a big impact? It feels like maybe what the NFL is doing is going to change the game more than than what we're going to see collegiately. Would you agree?
1: You
4: know, I think it's going to be important now that you can fair catch, you know, what inside the Mm 20-yard line or whatever, and it goes back to the 25. I believe that's the rule. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to impact teams like Ohio State, really athletic team. Wow, okay. Probably more so than Iowa because those athletic teams, the guys that have four stars and mm-hmm. you know, working on special teams, you know, what they try to do a lot of times is angle those kicks, you know, inside the five so their athletes can get down the field and make plays and keep you inside the fifteen. And and so I think it helps a team like Iowa as opposed to hurts it. I think it hurts more the the blue, blue blood programs because they just have so many athletes on the field that can get past those blocks get down the field and stop plays before they start, I think um, it probably hurts them more than it, than it hurts somebody like an Iowa.
2: Hmm. It's an interesting take, Doc, and I see where you're coming from. You're right, because – you know, those schools that have the luxury of having all those four and five stars. And when you go to the, those said schools, you have to wait your turn. And the first time you see the field, a lot of these guys is via special teams. Alabama's one of those schools. Ohio State is one of those schools, clearly uh, in the Big Ten. You know, we're starting to see a lot of um, um, Vegas books put out their odds to win the Big Ten, et cetera. Are you surprised, Scott, that seemingly Ohio State... I hate to put it in the cinch category, but they are such an overwhelming favorite uh, to come out of the Big Ten this year. Um, does that surprise you, and is, is, is that right? Is there another school that you know maybe should be getting uh, closer attention paid to it?
4: I, I don't think that Ohio State should be the overwhelming favorite that Ohio State is right now. I mean, they are the flagship program, and year in and year out, you've got to expect them to be at or near the top. However, I really like a couple of other schools to be in that neighborhood. You know, one is in the West, and that's Wisconsin. Return almost the entire offense, return a 2,000-yard rusher, return an entire offensive line, a quarterback who is erratic but also came up with a four-touchdown performance in the, in the Orange Bowl, and they have the best collection of wide receivers that maybe they've ever had. Now, defensively, they have to replace some pieces, especially along the front line. But they have a lot of good playmakers, so I look at them and I look at Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State uh, plays host to Ohio State this year. Um, I think was a very good team. Returns almost everybody as well. Physical style of football, and I think physical style of football is what Ohio State, in some cases, has struggled with over the years. I mean, I think that was a case a little bit last year with Iowa. It's been that the case when they've lost a few games, and so I would I would put Ohio State every year as if not the favorite among the top two or three teams every year. But, uh, you know, they they have a new quarterback. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to be great, but I don't know that he's JT Barrett either. So I kind of would put those three teams as the favorites rather than just the Buckeyes this year.
3: You know, over uh, in the West, people talk about the Hawkeyes and, of course, Wisconsin at the top there. And Purdue continues to be that team after what we saw last season – a surprise in what uh, Brahm was able to do in his first year. Is there another step forward at least in year number two, or is this more a, a six and six, seven and five type of team? Could you see them challenging for the West Division title?
4: Purdue, I think, offensively can be as good as anybody in the division. They return just about everybody. Uh, Jeff Brom is it has you know is an incredible play caller. And, uh, you know, we, sh- we saw it last year, just the way that they were able to elevate their program for being the worst in the Big Ten to a very competitive unit. Um, but where they made the most strides last year was defensively. Um, I have never seen a team make that kind of stride year in, year over year. Um, you know, they cut their uh, rushing touchdowns allowed from 35 to 10. Uh, you know, and, and there are so many other categories where it's just jaw dropping. I would say Iowa State was in that same category too. Uh, defensively Uh, but that said they lost like nine starters on defense and they had some talented guys that just didn't put it all together so I think they've got a lot of room to improve on that side of the ball I think they are probably in that I think I would put three you know three or four teams in the west in the same category which is Purdue, Nebraska, um, Northwestern and Minnesota in that yeah they could probably rise a little bit maybe get to eight wins but I can't see them getting past that because They've just got too many flaws on one side of the ball. I think it's really Wisconsin's in one tier. You skip a tier, then Iowa, then, then the next tier is, there, is are those four teams, and then skip about three tiers, and Illinois is in about tier eight.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, and, and so. Re- regarding Illinois, Doc, does it seem to you that I mean this has to be it for Lovey Smith, right? If there is a hot seat in the in the entire Big Ten. I mean, Lovey Smith would be. Is, is is there anybody, I guess, other than Lovey Smith who you think going into this year has to win a certain amount of games or they may be looking to make a change? Any hot seats other than Lovey Smith? Uh,
4: you know, none that really makes sense. Um, I could say DJ Durkin possibly in Maryland if they go 3 and 9 or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, that he could probably end up on that. I mean, if something crazy comes out of Michigan State, it's possible. Um, but but really, I, I think all of them have more of an opportunity to just step down. And, and Lovey's case, it's unique because, you know, Josh Whitman was the one who hired him, basically fired Bill Cubitt on his very first day and hired Lovey and put a lot of equity into that hire. And now i will say this, you know, Illinois is just a, a cesspool right now. There's just so many problems there. Mm-hmm. However, um, they played a ton of true freshmen last year. And uh, I, I think if they can make some strides, that they've got a chance to kind of build something a little bit better than what they were. Um, I don't think he's necessarily on the hot seat because Whitman did, did stake his future on him. But I do think that if they go two and ten or three and nine, which I think is certainly possible, I can see Lovey just saying, "You know what? This Retire. isn't for me," and yeah. I go go back to the NFL and as a DC or something like that.
3: Why has the Illinois job been as bad as it has for as long as it has outside of? Zook had the one-year with Juice Williams at the quarterback. We saw Juice Williams, yeah. White back in the 80s, had a couple of good teams. But why is that program just as historically inept over the last 40 years as it's been?
4: Just look at the head coaches. You know, that really is what determines it in college football. You look at Iowa's success, and Iowa's been a, a really nice, good program in the Big Ten. They've had two guys over 40 years. You compare that with Illinois and the guys that they've hired since Mike White. I mean, Makovic had a really good defense. He goes to Texas. Next thing you know, um, you know they're hiring Lou Tepper. You know they have one good year. You know Ron Zook could recruit, but he couldn't coach. You know um, Ron Turner had one nice year and then back down. They just don't hire good, consistent coaches. Is if I think if you put, you know, say Kirk Ferentz in Champaign with that access to Indianapolis and Chicago and the whole state as being the flagship program, I think that Illinois is in the same ballpark that Iowa is every year. Um, however, when you football if you hire a bad coach it sets your program back so bad and I know every single person I talk to when it comes to Iowa is be careful what you wish for when you're talking about Kirk because yes uh, you know there's been a lot of disappointing seasons or ones where you don't feel like it lived up to its potential you know a seven and eight win season but Iowa is not that far away from being a four-win team of Purdue an Illinois and Indiana and then you know we saw what happened Um, Well, not personally, but, you know, between the 50s and the 80s, after Evie quit, a couple of bad hires, it took 20 years for Iowa to dig out of that. Mm -hmm. You just look at Nebraska and what's happened to Frank Solich. Yes, they've had some good years, but they've not had any great years, not certainly what they're used to. And even Michigan, you know, and from Lloyd Carr to Jim Arbaugh, a lot of inconsistencies. So you've got to be careful. And Illinois is not a a great job because the, the coaches have not,
2: good enough let me ask you about northwestern uh, doc in particular with the with the new practice facility and the money that they've invested on you know to try to keep up with uh, in, in this arms race that look at the end of the day they still at least for the time being i haven't heard it otherwise are still going to call ryan field home for the foreseeable future but right on the lakefront. And look, they, they've they won 10 games, two out of the last three years, so Fitz has this team, you know, towards the top of the Big Ten West. But what, if anything, will those facilities do for Northwestern uh, as they cut the ribbon here within the last six months?
4: It has the potential to at least maintain their, their location in the Big Ten West and if not enhance it. And what it could do, and I think the real issue for an Iowa, for Wisconsin – for everybody else in the West is it could tilt one more recruit in their direction that normally would not be there. And if they do that two to three times a year, take a Wisconsin kid normally and normally an Iowa kid, then that could be the difference between stopping that third down pass or catching it or whatever. And I know that sounds small, but I mean, really it's, it's in a lot of these games. That's what wins them or loses them. And I think having that facility Uh, shows that Northwestern's just not this small school that pretends to be Chicago's sports team. I mean, it's really, you know, in the same ballpark as everybody else. Fitzgerald's going to be there for the long term. As you mentioned, that they've had some nice years. They haven't had that one breakout year, not since really 95, Mm -hmm. uh, but they've been competitive. And so if if they can have that facility on the lakefront that's as beautiful as it is um, and be in the Chicagoland market, that some kid from Naperville, might go, you know what, I'm going to go to Northwestern because I think this is every bit as good as that, you know, $55 million palace in Iowa City or whatever Wisconsin's building. And I think that's what it can do. Now, what they're going to have to do is be consistent. You know, one thing we've seen with Northwestern over the years is, yes, they've had some 10-win seasons, and then they bounce back to six. Um, You know, and they need to be 10, 9, 11. And if they can do that, then they have a chance to, to elevate their program from being you know, a nice program to a good program, and I think that's uh, that's big time for, for what the Wildcats can be.
3: Doc, from football into a little bit of basketball, and uh, let's start with the news last night. D.J. Carton announces his final three, three Big Ten teams, but not the home state Hawkeyes. A lot of frustrated people, certainly at Hawkeye Nation, after that one. Your reaction after what you saw last night?
4: Not really surprised, but, uh, you know, it's certainly disappointing, I think, for Iowa because, you know, he's a kid that's an hour away from Iowa City, um, that has been here several times, that knows the program, knows the people in the program, competed against them, you know, in a Joe Wees camp and, you know, the McCaffreys and what have you. And, and I think that's something that, that's a guy you need to get. He's in your state. Go get him. He's a game-changing point guard. Iowa has not really had one of those players. And in Fran's offense, a game-changing point guard is a difference as a difference maker, as the guy that can that elevate the program in the final seconds. I mean, I kind of went through this before that, I mean, not only we know about Iowa's problems on defense, and, we, and really last year we saw the turnovers being an issue, but through the years the biggest problem for me is their inability to hit clutch shots you know, and clutch situations. And I documented it, I think it was in the last five years, Iowa's had 31 uh, situations. Where they've had the ball either tied or you know or able to tie with 11 seconds left, and they're five of 29 in those opportunities. <laughs> you know, and I think that's what's been the killer for this program across the board is where Iowa fans want to rush the court, they want to just beat on their chest, you know, against the Michigan State, against uh, you know, take your pick off all these teams, and they miss that shot and then it's a gut punch over and over and over again. And it's been through several different classes that I think you need those players. And DJ Carton is one of those players. Now, what, what does this mean for the future? I mean, they have one more scholarship to for, for the 19 class to give. I don't know, you know, if there's somebody out there, I don't know, you know, who knows they might just bank it until the spring, maybe bring in a juco maybe, you know, there's a ton of transfers. Maybe they'll get a transfer. Maybe they'll look to 2020 for that point guard, but, you know, I think Jordan Bohannon's a heck of a player. I think, you know, Connor McCaffrey is a good player. Uh, but they need that guy who can break down the defense. They haven't had one. And the ones that they've taken have not been the guys. I mean, they had an opportunity to get Monte Morris. And instead, the year before, they grabbed Mike Gazelle and Anthony Clemens. Um, I think they're both really good players. Certainly great people. I like them both. Monte Morris is a difference maker. The other two are good players. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between this program being from what Iowa State was to what Iowa is. So I, I think D.J. Carton was that type of player, and they missed out.
3: Hmm.
2: Who's the uh, the guy that, on this roster right now that, as we sit here, you know, a third of the way through July, that um, maybe flying a, a little bit under the radar that you think, you know, look, we know Tyler Cook is going to have an impact. We think Weiss, Kappa, Bohan, and we know about those guys and, and Garza, et cetera. Is, is there one guy on this roster, Doc, that maybe um, – You know, might might be able to put it all together and and elevate his play and and perhaps his team.
4: The guy I think that's the biggest mystery for me right now, and and with the PTL closing, we didn't get a chance to see him. Is CJ Frederick? Mm. I mean, he's a shooting guard and he's from Kentucky. You know, one Gatorade Player of the Year. I'd really like to see what he can do and how he can perform. And I mean, PTL you just take a little bit out of it. You don't take the whole thing, but but I'd like to see how he performs. And I think he could be a wild card. He could be a redshirt, or he could elevate that team. I, I think he's the guy. I think also, to some extent, in the same vein is, is Jack Dungey. You know, he's got, a, he's got an inside-outside yeah, skill set that can translate to multiple positions. He could pick-pop, you know, a Utah kind of skill set. Um, certainly has not played like that, but I, I, I want to see what, uh, you know, what those two can do. Could they be guys who push the program forward? and you need them on there, or are they guys that, uh, you know, are more redshirt candidates or, you know, guys that just don't play very much. So I think they're kind of the wild cards to this team, and I think they could be the difference between the team being a NIT challenger or an NCAA challenger.
2: We look forward to reading your first piece at The Athletic coming out later on in the week. Thank you, uh, Scott Dockerman. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you in Chicago in two weeks and look forward to catching up with you. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate it.
4: All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time.
2: Good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman of The Athletic. Is he our first athletic guest? I think
3: he is. Uh, I believe so. Well, did you and me ever have Aaron Torres on? No. College basketball? No. Just me and Jimmy B? No. I don't think we did. Filtered in a few. But, uh, yeah, with you and me, I believe so. I wonder, as subscribers, if we could somehow take advantage of that
2: writer database somehow. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good call. Because right? there's a lot of big ones.
3: Oh, my. I mean, there are more people going over this mm-hmm. thing, Trent. It just blows me away. It's the future. I was surprised DJ Carton didn't have The Athletic in his top three. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, that's become a joke that's getting really yes. stale now, right? And somebody <laughs> Anybody leaves, leaves a job. Yes. the going to The Athletic, yeah. too. Um, funny the first time. Why I'm going to The Athletic. I smiled a little bit. Yeah. Right, third? It's, you know, what. <laughs> Come up with some new material. Uh, we'll come back. We will finish out the hour. We're here until 2. Plenty of baseball conversation coming up at the 1 o'clock hour. Jimmy B and TC today, 4 to 5.30. You have high school baseball.
3: Yes, it's Des Moines Roosevelt hosting Ankeny High. The Hawks will be in town for that one. And early start because there's no lights at Roosevelt. So, 3.30 game one, 5.30 game two. Does it start what time now?
2: 8.15 is yeah. dusk. 8
3: o'clock is, no, nah, it's 8.15. Right. So, hopefully things move along i 've called games there. I love it. They have their concession stand basically backed up to back behind home plate there, and they just set me up right back there right nice. behind there and call a game great vantage point, and uh, all the ball players can hear me well from my spot right They're behind very home plate.
2: nice it 's the Rough riders and the Yankee Hawks at five thirty on 1700 KBGG Trent and I will be back to wrap up the hour uh, right after this timeout.
0: You found your home for real sports talk, for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG.
3: Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com. Where Rush Nigget can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Nigget. Saturday,
2: July 14th, come out to Lions Park in Altoona. Help us support the athletes from the Special Olympics of Iowa at the 3rd Annual Responding for Heroes Softball Tournament. Opening ceremony start at 8.30 with the first pitch to be thrown at 8.50. For more information, visit our Facebook page, Responding
0: for Heroes Softball Tournament. All proceeds raised go to the Special Olympics of Iowa. Come out, have fun, Saturday, July 14th, and help us support this great cause. 3rd Annual Responding for Heroes Softball Tournament.
1: That's rightroofing.com with an R.
0: Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Napa Know How.
1: It's officially the best week of the year. Why? Because this week only, you get 20% off at Napa. And the only thing better than quality car parts is 20% off quality car parts. Okay, so we're a little biased. But don't wait, because the 20% off sale will be over before you know it. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa
0: know-how.
1: At participating stores, exclusions apply. Minimum three items. Offer available July 9th through July 15th.
0: Say no to rising prices. Amazon is raising its
2: prime membership price from $99 to $119 for free shipping. Walmart offers free two-day shipping with no membership fee. That's $119 back in your pocket. What would you do with it? Go to walmartfreeshipping.com for the chance to win a $119 Walmart gift card. That's walmartfreeshipping.com for complete rules and details. Walmart, two business day shipping. Minimum $35 order. Restrictions apply.
3: The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie... Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alz.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's.
0: Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
2: Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I with you up until uh, 2 o'clock here today. Plenty of baseball in the 1 o'clock hour. A couple of minutes on baseball right now. Um, Your teams the Twins. Yeah. Boy, Twins Royals tonight. Target field.
3: Well, the twins are playing the teams you want to be playing. They swept the Orioles. They did. Um, Orioles have the worst record in baseball. I oh, they have they to. Do. I think they do. That is awful. After watching them the last four days, a terrible You know, I don't team. think I watched any of your twins
2: this week just because it was the Orioles. <laughs> oh, and the yeah. I, I don't uh, blame you.
3: And I'm not sure I'll be able to get
2: into Royals and twins tonight. Cubs don't play until late. They're on the West Coast in San Francisco. Um, boy. Yeah. You know what? Maybe the Royals have the worst record. Ra- I'm going to look. Let's look. I, it's driving me nuts. No, not driving me nuts, but I, uh, let's be accurate. The worst record in baseball as we sit here on the 8th of July. Oh, know, it's I, a tight race. It is, oh, so you've got better internet than me. Uh, let's just do losses 65 losses for the Orioles, worst in baseball. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 64 for the Royals. <laughs> that is that bad, that's pretty baseball. bad right 25 and 64 boy how the mighty have fallen
3: at kaufman so one of my buddies twins fan tried to get me pumped up after the sweep of the orioles saying "Well, they can get back it, it they're nine games below 500 nine and a half back in the standings even if they would play 650 baseball the rest of the way that would only put them at like 86 wins it's
2: just and, then, and
3: just this just in they're not playing 650 baseball right. I mean, si- for 650 baseball is what the Yankees are playing basically right now. Uh, just a tad right. above that. Yes, that's what they'd have to play the rest of the year just to get to mid 80s in terms of victories. It's not happening. Yeah, the the Yankees are 58 and 29. They're playing 667 baseball. This just in. We know who's going to be in the playoffs in an American League. It, there's no drama, is there? No. What if, what, they, if the it, drama is? Who is the division winner in the East? That's Who's it. the wild card? Right. That's it. Who has to host a one game right
2: winner take? Where all, anything can happen. Where anything can happen. Yep. Is there? I mean, is is there one precarious spot? Is there one team that? Because right now it's Seattle and the Yankees would have a one gamer mm-hmm. at Yankee Stadium. Red Sox, Cleveland, and Houston are the division winner. Is there a team out there? I don't think there is. is Oakland going to chase them
3: down? Yeah, no. On. No way. Tampa. I don't see it.
2: I think Oakland is overachieved. Yes, absolutely. I agree. I agree.
3: Nice story for them. Mm-hmm. And, but even with that, they're six and a half back. Tampa is having a nice year, but they won't
2: because they play with the two heavy heads at the top of that division.
3: And the Angels have dug themselves such a hole now yeah, after they their play the out. last month that nope. they're they not getting out of it. Nope.
2: Uh, we'll come back. We've got the 1 uh, o'clock hour. More baseball conversation. Lots to get to. Uh, stick around if you can. That's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG.
0: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KVGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down, or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness one more time 515-650-1358 it's time to live life better with new leaf wellness call 515-650-1358 that's 515-650-1358 are you interested
3: in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com. Where Rush can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush When posting
0: on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm, I'm, the, sales looking- director I'm you're the
3: sales director looking-
4: looking- you're looking
0: for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you.
4: I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years' experience who's also fluent in Japanese.
2: With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on
0: hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at indeed.com hire. Dell knows there's nothing small about your small business. That's why this is their biggest Black Friday in July sale ever. Get up to 40% off and shop deals on PCs with Intel Core processors, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Dell's small business technology advisors are waiting to help you find the best deals on the right tech for your needs at 877 BY DELL. To shop savings that are anything but small, visit slash business deals or call 877 BY DELL. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roof Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations. We overpromise
1: and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Ruffer Roulette, give us a call. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof
0: it, once, roof it right, right roofing.
1: Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore.
0: This is Des Moines' home for news, sports, and a whole lot more. I like their news coverage. The Big Talkers.